To the Blessed One, the Lord, who fully attained perfect enlightenment, to the teaching which he expounded so well, and to the Blessed One's disciples who have practiced well, to these the Buddha, the Dhamma, and the Sangha, we render with offerings our rightful homage. It is well for us that the Blessed One, having attained liberation, still had compassion for later generations. May these simple offerings be accepted for our long-lasting benefit and for the happiness it gives us. The Lord, the perfectly enlightened and blessed one, I render homage to the Buddha, the blessed one. The teaching so completely explained by him, I bow to the Dhamma. The Blessed One's disciples who have practiced well, I bow to the Sangha. Now let us pay preliminary homage to the Buddha, homage to the blessed, noble, and perfectly enlightened one, homage to the blessed, noble, and perfectly enlightened one, homage to the blessed, noble, and perfectly enlightened one. Now let us chant the recollection of the Buddha, a good word of the Blessed One's reputation has spread as follows. He, the Blessed One, is indeed the Pure One, the perfectly enlightened One. He is impeccable in conduct and understanding, the accomplished One the knower of the worlds. He trains perfectly those who wish to be trained. He is teacher of gods and humans. He is awake and holy. Now let us chant the supreme praise of the Buddha. The Buddha, the truly worthy one, endowed with such excellent qualities, whose being is composed of purity, transcendental wisdom and compassion, who has enlightened the wise like the sun, awakening the lotus. I bow my head to that peaceful chief of conquerors, the Buddha who is the safe, Secure refuge of all beings, 
as the first object of recollection. I venerate him with bowed head. I am indeed the Buddha's servant. The Buddha is my Lord and guide. The Buddha is sorrow's destroyer, who bestows blessings on me. To the Buddha I dedicate this body and life, and in devotion I will walk the Buddha's path of awakening. For me there is no other refuge. The Buddha is my excellent refuge. By the utterance of this truth, may I grow in the Master's way. By my devotion to the Buddha and the blessing of this practice, by his power, may all obstacles be overcome. I have bodies to mine. For whatever wrong action I have committed towards the Buddha, may my acknowledgement of fault be accepted, that in the future there may be restraint regarding the Buddha. Now let us chant the recollection of the Dhamma. The Dhamma is well expounded by the Blessed One, apparent here and now, timeless, encouraging investigation, leading inwards to be experienced individually by the wise. Now let us chant the supreme praise of the Dhamma. It is excellent because it is well expounded, and it can be divided into path and fruit, learning and liberation. The Dhamma holds those who uphold it from falling into delusion. I revere the excellent teaching that which removes darkness, the Dhamma which is the supreme, secure refuge of all beings, as the second object of recollection, I venerate it with bowed head. I am indeed the Dhamma's servant, the Dhamma is my lord and guide, the Dhamma is sorrow's destroyer, and it bestows blessings on me. To the Dhamma I dedicate this body and life, and in devotion I will walk this excellent way of truth. For me there is no other refuge. The Dhamma is my excellent refuge. By the utterance of this truth, may I grow in the Master's way. By my devotion to the Dhamma and the blessing of this practice, by its power, may all obstacles be overcome.
Now let us chant the recollection of the Sangha. They are the blessed one's disciples who have practiced well, who have practiced directly, who have practiced insightfully, those who practice with integrity. That is the four pairs, the eight kinds of noble beings. These are the blessed one's disciples. Such ones are worthy of gifts, worthy of hospitality, worthy of offerings, worthy of respect. They give occasion for incomparable goodness to arise in the world. Now let us chant the supreme praise of the Sangha. Born of the Dhamma, that Sangha which has practiced well, the field of the Sangha formed of eight kinds of noble beings, guided in body and mind by excellent morality and virtue. I revere that assembly of noble beings, perfected in purity, the Sangha, which is the supreme, secure refuge of all beings, as the third object of recollection, I venerate it with bowed head. I am indeed the Sangha's servant. The Sangha is my Lord and guide. The Sangha is sorrow's destroyer and it bestows blessings on me. To the Sangha I dedicate this body and life, and in devotion I will walk the well-practiced way of the Sangha. For me there is no other refuge. The Sangha is my excellent refuge. By the utterance of this truth, May I grow in the Master's way by my devotion to the Sangha and the blessing of this practice by its power. May all obstacles be overcome. My body, speech, and mind, for whatever wrong action I've committed towards the Sangha, may my acknowledgement of fault be accepted that in the future there may be restraint regarding the Sangha. Be chanting a couple reflections starting with the verses of sharing and aspiration on page 33. The verses of sharing and aspiration on page 33. Now let us chant the verses of sharing and aspiration. Through the goodness that arises from my practice, may my spiritual teachers and guides of great virtue 
my mother, my father, and my relatives, the sun and the moon, and all virtuous leaders of the world. May the highest gods and evil forces, celestial beings, guardian spirits of the earth, and the Lord of death, may those who are friendly, indifferent or hostile, may all beings receive the blessings of my life, may they soon attain the threefold bliss, and realize the deathless, through the goodness that arises from my practice, and through this act of sharing, may all desires and attachments quickly cease, and all harmful states of mind, until I realize Nibbana in every kind of birth. May I have an upright mind with mindfulness and wisdom, austerity and vigor, May the forces of delusion not take hold, nor weaken my resolve. The Buddha is my excellent refuge, unsurpassed is the protection of the Dhamma. The solitary Buddha is my noble guide, the Sangha is my supreme support. Through the supreme power of all these, May darkness and delusion be dispelled. The Buddha's Words on Loving Kindness, page 37. This is what should be done by one who is skilled in goodness and who knows the path of peace. Let them be able and upright, straightforward and gentle in speech, humble and not conceited, contented and easily satisfied, unburdened with duties and frugal in their ways peaceful and calm and wise and skillful, not proud and demanding in nature. Let them not do the slightest thing that the wise will later reprove, wishing in gladness and in safety. May all beings be at ease, whatever living beings there may be whether they are weak or strong, omitting none, the great or the mighty, medium, short or small, the seen and the unseen, those living near and far away, those born and to be born, may all beings be at ease, let none deceive another, or despise any being in any state. Let none through anger or ill will wish harm upon another. Even 
even as a mother protects with her life her child, her only child, so with a boundless heart should one cherish all living beings, radiating kindness over the entire world, spreading upwards to the skies and downwards to the depths, outwards and unbounded, freed from hatred and ill-will, whether standing or walking, seated or lying down, free from drowsiness, one should sustain this recollection. This is said to be the sublime abiding. By not holding to fixed views, the pure-hearted one, having clarity of vision, being freed from all sense desires, is not born again into this world.